Hey, what's going on, everybody? Listen, this is Pastor Jimmy here, and uh, this is an episode of Upfront and Personal for my youth ministry. Uh, I'm so excited about this opportunity to come to you all. Uh, one of the things that we are trying to do is stay connected. Uh, we're trying to make sure that we're doing everything to make sure that our youth are getting the Word of God. Um, and one of the things that was brought to me in the course of this school year is that some of my youth here at the Ebenezer Church located in Burlington, North Carolina, 734 Apple Street, uh, up under the leadership of none other than Pastor Larry Covington. And uh, with everything going on in this pandemic, uh, our kids are learning virtually. They're having to go to school at different times of the day and uh, different times of the night. And many of them were not able to attend our uh, six-week series on prayer uh, because of you know, schedule conflicts, whether they were doing cheerleading or, or sports or, or attending night classes. And I was uh, sitting around trying to think about what to do. How do I still stay engaged with my uh, youth ministry? And so uh, I'm taking this opportunity to utilize our uh, podcast through my ECT free programming upfront and personal uh, just to reach them, just to uh, talk to them, have a place for them to come and listen to um, our Bible study. And so we've been talking about prayer over the last couple of weeks. Uh, What is prayer and how prayer is useful in our lives. And so just to do a little recapping over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about uh, prayer. And uh, a lot of times we sit in the churches and we uh, we listen to other people pray and we say, well, man, I can't do that. I can't do it like that Um, because we hear all these lingos and these jargons and the thous and the those and the yays, and we say, well, man, I'm not that eloquent or I'm not that, uh, I don't have that ability to link uh, phrases and verbs and nouns and uh, together to sound a certain way. And one of the things that I was trying to explain to my youth is that none of that makes a difference. None of that even matters to God as we are in prayer. Um, so what I wanted to let the the young people know, and those of you that have maybe missed uh, the, the, the series, hey, listen, prayer is just a conversation with God. Um, there is no right or wrong way to reach out to God. The one thing that we need to do is just reach out to him. And oftentimes we fail to do that just because we feel like we need to sound a certain way. But prayer is just a simple conversation. That's all it is. A simple conversation with you and your father. And in communication, we have to make sure that, hey, we're communicating effectively. Um, Most relationships, the number one thing that causes them to break up, to fail, is poor communication. Poor communication. Why is that? Because we don't know how to communicate. We don't know how to communicate. And communication is a two-way street. Two-way. And even this, that's the same way we need to look at communicating with our Father. That it's a two-way process. And we fail to often realize that as individuals, as Christians, and even as young people, um, that this communication is a two-way street. And what do you mean by that, Pastor Jimmy? What I'm saying is, hey, listen. When you go to God in prayer, you're having this conversation with him. You're going to him. You're seeking him. You're asking him. You're knocking. Uh, you're waiting for the doors to open. But you need to also be waiting on the listening. 
waiting on to hear, waiting on to hear from God. That's effective communication. If you want to be good at communicating, learn to be a good listener. If you want to be good at being a good prayer, learn to listen to God, learn to listen to his voice. So that's some of the things we've been talking about uh, throughout this series is this is just a conversation. But if we want to be effective in this conversation, we want to make sure that we are listening to hear from God. Because oftentimes that is the answer to our prayer is when we hear from him. So listen, as we go through this period, I want to just recap a few other things that we have talked about. Um, This prayer, we need to make sure that we are going to God as humbly as we know how. The Bible says we should ask and we will receive. Well, that ask is a humble ask. You don't need to go pounding your fist on the table, demanding God to do something. You need to make sure that you are coming to him as humble as you know how. The, the, the prayer says, Abba, Father, which art in heaven. That lets you know that you have humbled yourself to who God truly is, our Father. But then after you come to him humbly, it says, ask and you shall receive. But then you have to seek Seek and you shall find. That seek means after you have done your asking, you have to put forth some action. What am I saying here, young people? Uh, There's things that you may be asking God for right now. You may be asking him to help you with your schoolwork, help you with your friendships. Uh, I mean, some of you may be going off to college. You're trying to make sure that you're taking the correct classes, make sure you're applying to the right schools. You know, even as you're asking God, you need to also put some action behind it. What do you mean, Pastor Jimmy? Hey, listen, if you got an issue with one of your friends, you're praying about it. You're saying, Lord, help me out with my friendships. Help me out with my boyfriend, my girlfriend. Okay, you can ask, but maybe there's some apology you need to do. Maybe there's some, 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 hey, man, let's squash this. You know, what can you do? after you have asked God to help you to make sure that you're doing all you can to better the situation. You're saying, hey, I want to make sure I get into the right schools. Have you gone out and looked online and, you know, searched to find out if the career path that you're choosing, that school has the right major? Have you gone to your counselor and asked some questions there? Have you asked somebody else that had attended that school So those are some things that you need to make sure that you're doing whenever you're going to God humbly. Make sure that you're putting some action behind it. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you will find. There's a level of responsibility in your prayer life that you might have to get out there and do some things too. But then it says knock and the door will be open. Knock and the door will be open. Hey, listen, young people. Everything isn't going to happen right away. Everything is going to happen in its time. We have to persevere through our prayers. Even when things don't happen today, even when things don't happen tomorrow. Hey, listen, persevere through your prayers because eventually God is going to answer. And the thing is, when you communicating with God, he's going to begin to give you the things to pray about. So when you come to him. You are in his will. You are doing the things that are praying about the things that God is already putting in your will. 
So this prayer life that we're developing is going to help us to know what we should be praying about. So when we come to him, we start asking, it's already in his will. And we're putting forth the action, it's already in his will. And we're waiting on him to respond, it's already in his will. All right? So we've been talking about prayer. We talked about the prayer of thanksgiving. But last week, we talked about a prayer of repentance. Prayer of repentance. What is repentance? What is repentance? Repentance is, it's a, it's a personal and absolute ultimate surrender to God. It's a, it's a surrender to God. You, 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 you're laying everything aside. You're laying, you're putting aside everything that could possibly keep you from God. All, every sin, every condition, every problem, you are putting it before God and you are turning away from it. Hey, if you, you think about a compass, like you're going north. And so you don't want to go north anymore. And you want to stay as far away from north as you possibly can go. You don't want to go northeast. No, because I'm still going that direction. You don't want to go northwest. North. You want to go south, totally south. You want to do a whole 180 degree turn. That's what repentance is. You know what? I'm deciding as a young person to not do a whole 360 because if I do a whole 360, I'm basically ending up where I was. And that's a lot of times what we do as people, as individuals, as young people. We turn away from something and we we pass the 180 mark and we go all the way back to where we used to be. But when we repent to God, we accept God as our personal savior. We do a 180 degree turn. That means I have turned my back on everything that I was doing and I have begun begun to go in this opposite direction. Prayer of repentance. Somebody right now is going through something. You're headed north. You're headed north. You're going through. you're, You're indulging in activities that you know you don't need to. You're hanging out with people that you know you don't need to. You're being disobedient at home, reckless, living a reckless life. And you're headed north right now. But God is calling you. God is beckoning you, even as a young person, to say, you know what, young person? Hey, today, you can repent. Let's make a whole 180 degree turn. Let's take your life, turn it around, and put it on a whole nother direction through Jesus Christ. Hey, and as today as I place this uh, podcast up for my young people, listen, today, let's turn this thing around. It's Thursday, November 5th. We have an opportunity to turn this thing around. Let's make a whole 180 today. I got four things I want you to get in your heart today. Listen, when you make this 180 in your life, when you make this prayer, the first thing I want you to do is to forgive yourself. I want you to forgive yourself. What are you saying, Pastor Jimmy? Listen, there's going to be some things that people try to bring up in your life to hold over your head, to try to keep you from making this 180. Um, But listen, 
you need to forgive yourself. A lot of times we walk around with the pain and the pressure of some things that we have done in our past, maybe some mistakes that we've made, and people live those lives for a long time, still carrying something that they've done when God has already forgiven you, but you still carry it. And it destroys you. It destroys people around you. But young person, what I'm telling you today is, hey, you can forgive yourself. Stop carrying something that somebody's trying to hold over your head. Stop allowing something that you've done that God has already forgiven you to continue to keep you held down. Push forward. You made a 180. Forget what the things you've done because, listen, hey, God has forgotten it. So first thing I want you to do is make sure you forgive yourself. But then I want you to remember that God has unlimited forgiveness. See, a lot of times we feel like I can't go to God because I went to him yesterday. And that's wrong. God wants you to come to him every time you want to repent. Every time you need forgiveness. That's the place we need to be is right with God. So it doesn't matter how many times you make a mistake. Every time you make a mistake, you can go right to God and say, Lord, forgive me. You make a mistake at one o'clock, forgive me. 2.30, Lord, forgive me. And I promise you, every time you go to God, he's going to forgive you. Because he's unlimited. And that's the awesome thing about our God. There's nothing we can do. He's, it's unlimited. His grace and mercy is there every time we need it. Forgive yourself. And remember, God has unlimited forgiveness. There's no time that you can go to him and he say, no, I don't forgive you. Every time. And third, hey, listen. Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins. He died on the cross for our sins. Every mistake we make, every wrong thing we do. Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins. And when we go to him, because he died on the cross, his blood washes us and cleanses us whiter than snow. And I don't know about you all. I don't know about you, but listen, I've seen snow before. And I can't even fathom the thought of something being whiter than a fresh snow. But that's how good God is to us, young people. No matter how much you do wrong, how much you get into God can still clean you up whiter than snow. That's an amazing thing today. That's an amazing thought to have in your heart this morning. Listen, it doesn't matter how bad the mistake is. God can still clean me up whiter than a sheet of paper, whiter than snow, whiter than anything I can think about. What does that say, man? Listen, God's grace and mercy is so awesome. That it can make me even better than better. So why not go to a God that can do that? Why not turn away from sin to meet a God that can make you greater than he can ever make? Young people, God wants you. He needs you. He desires to have you. You don't have to wait till you're 30. You don't have to wait till you're 40. You can do it at 16. You can do it at 17, 18, 13. You can turn away, make a whole 180. 
Don't wait. It may be too late. Listen, going to my fourth point for you tonight. This morning, thinking about your Tuesday night Bible study. I was excited about this. It was fresh going out to the kids. Hey, listen, forgive yourself. God has unlimited forgiveness for you today. Unlimited. There's no amount of time. Play times you can go to God and he will not answer. He will not forgive. Listen, he will wait, make you whiter than snow because at the cross, he took on all our sins. But listen, today, as I finish up, I hope you guys are getting ready for school. Can't nobody do it but you. This is a personal thing. It's a responsibility for you. I can't do it for you. Your mother can't do it for you. Pastor Covington can't do it for you. Your teachers, your friends can't do it. You have to make this decision for yourself. Repentance is about you. Make the change. Make the choice. Choose today. One eighty, y'all. It's Pastor Jimmy. I'm out. <laughs>